This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 258. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthier, plant-based lifestyle. I'm one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. In this episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, we're all set to walk and roll. Walk and roll. <laughs> See what we did there? That's pretty awesome, right? <laughs> we'll be discussing all things walk cooking, including the types of walks, necessary tools, what you can do in a walk besides stir frying, and best practices for making great food in a walk. All right. But before we jump into that, we have a new rating. We do. All the way from Spain. Pretty exciting. That's uh, cool. Yeah. That's really cool. So this is Anna Man- Manitum, Anna Manitum from Spain says, great podcast. I love your podcasts. I started listening to you some months ago, and I really like the way you think and how you let everyone feel good with their own choices. I'm kind of a hater of people who don't think as I do, and listening to you, I realize that your way is better than mine to make people conscious about their lifestyle. Thanks a lot. That is super cool. Yeah. What a great thing to say. Awesome. That's awesome. I really appreciate you saying that because I, I think, uh, I mean, you're that she's admitting or she mm-hmm. or he is admitting they kind of changed how they yeah. thought about that. That's really cool. Thank you so much for that. Really Thank appreciate you. it. Right. Now, we also have a special shout out I want to do uh, real quick here. This came in uh, through my email. And this is, I, I just want to read read this email real fast. Um, so it says, good morning, Vicki and Larissa. My name is Lynette Brown, and I wanted to write you an email letting you know how much we enjoyed your page, uh, vegetarianzen.com. Uh, my family is making an attempt to go vegan, and we thought your page was really cool. My sons have been spending quite a bit of their computer time looking at vegan recipes and tips for people trying to adapt. They mentioned how much they enjoyed your page, and I thought you'd like to hear awesome so uh when i told alex and james that hi, i alex and james hey alex and james woo when i sorry my throat i can't, <laughs> can't give you appropriate woo but there it is when i told alex and james i was going to send you a note thanking you my son james recommended to, sh- to share uh this article with you on some cool vegan recipes he found and she gives us the link it's actually this is cool it's to a dental website like a a dental practice website but they have a whole page of uh vegan recipes and and other vegan links so uh, all right so she says i thought it was a neat article with some cool recipes and tips for vegans we tried the banana berry breakfast smoothie over the weekend and it was great i thought it might be a cool addition to your page and i'd love to show them that they could contribute some cool vegan resources for others who might be interested in switching Thanks again for helping encourage our interest in switching to a vegan diet and lifestyle. I hope you enjoy the article the boys suggested. And if you end up adding it to your page, please let me know. I'd love to show them that they could offer some cool recipes in return. Have a great day. Best, Lynette Brown. That is really awesome. So first of all, thank you, Lynette, for sending us that email, for taking the time to write that and uh, letting us know that, you know, what you guys are, are working on in your in your household, in your home. But thank you, Alex and James, as well, for being kind of, uh, it sounds like your household's vegan ambassadors almost. Yeah. And taking that initiative. I think that's really great. And um, just kudos to everybody. And thank you, James, for, for sharing that article as well. Very cool. And I'll tell you what, guys, too, if you uh, come up with some a recipe of your own, please let us know and share it. And we'll yeah. be happy to make it the recipe of the week. Absolutely. 
Okay, before we get into our main topic, I did want to send out a special shout out to our Golden Apple Roundtable, who are the sponsors of this episode. The Golden Apple Roundtable are the folks who provide us with monetary support at patreon.com forward slash vegetarian zen. If you head out to that page, you will see a video of Larissa and I talking about the mission of Vegetarian Zen. And on the right-hand side, you will see sponsor support levels for anywhere from a dollar to $50. And with each level, there is uh, actually at certain levels, there is some rewards involved there that are vegetarian Zen swag (laughs) in nature. (laughs) Right. So head on out to patreon.com forward slash vegetarian Zen if you're interested in providing us with some support. And then uh, today's episode is also sponsored by the uh, old San Antonio Trading Post eBay store. That is our eBay store uh, where we sell lots of lots of lots of vintage items that we find at estate sales and we love doing it. It's super fun. And uh, if you want to go check out the store, it is stores.ebay.com forward slash old San Antonio Trading Post. And that's all run together. Old San Antonio Trading Post. All right, so let's get into the main topic, which is why walk? Why? Why, why? not? <laughs> why not? Why not? Seriously, <laughs> though, why not? Okay, no. I should just note here, our dogs are curiously quiet right now, which worries me. I so. can hear chewing. <laughs> okay. I put to- I put cookies in their toys, so I right. hear I hear munching. Out I have there, headphones so. on, so I don't hear yeah, that. So no, okay, I hear it. All right. <laughs> so we're cool, <laughs> but let's let's keep going because uh, I have no idea how long that's gonna last. <laughs> All right. So seriously, though, why not? I mean, um, so walks distribute heat evenly across the entire cooking service, service, (laughs) cooking surface. So at the bottom of the walk and then also up the sides and uh, this shape and the way that the heat is distributed makes it uh, easy to move food around and then, you know, up up the sides to allow it to continue cooking while you're adding other ingredients into the bottom and then at the end kind of combining everything back together for a final, final heating. I never thought about that. Mm -hmm. That's, it's just one of those things that I thought about it. It might've made sense, but I just never thought about why why the walk was shaped that way. Right. Exactly. Okay. So the walk is versatile. It's good for much more than just stir frying. And that's something that I never thought of. uh, Yeah, I would not have either. So you can boil water. For soups, dumplings, or rice, you can braise, which is useful for reducing sauces. Deep fry, the best success is to use a larger wok for that, obviously. So you can, if you use oil, well, for deep frying, you, you do deeper, you yeah. put more oil. Uh, pan frying, a small amount of oil at the bottom of the wok to lightly fry foods. Roasting, something else I would not necessarily no. have thought of. Food can be cooked with dry heat in an enclosed pan with a lid. Whole chestnuts are dry roasted by tossing them in a, in a dry wok with several pounds of small stones. Had no idea. No, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> uh, searing, food is browned on its outer surfaces through the application of high heat. Smoking, food can be hot smoked by putting the smoking material at the bottom of the wok while food is placed on a rack above. <laughs> Did not think about that. No. And steaming. Done using a dedicated wok for boiling water in combination with a steaming basket. Right, and you can get those bamboo mm-hmm. steaming baskets that you just, you know, set in there. And uh, I, yeah, so we'll definitely have to try some of those. I never yeah. thought. All right, uh, so let's talk about some wok tools. I always just think stir fry. You just yeah, throw stuff in there, a little bit of oil, and just stir right. it around. That's it. Right, and somehow when I do that, it doesn't even come out right. <laughs> uh, 
so Charlie, uh, Charlie Brown stir fry. Exactly. <laughs> That's sad. Uh, so wah, wah. so uh, let's talk about some essential tools. <laughs> oh, shut up. So first, <laughs> she knows it's true, and I know it's true. So you know, she can't laugh at yourself. <laughs> all right. So first of all, you want to find the right wok for you. There are different types. So the the type of stove you have matters first and foremost. So stop laughing. I'm She's still, still giggling over there. Okay. All right. right. Uh, Take two. Take two. All right. So the type of stove you have matters. So with an open flame of a gas stove, you can use the round bottom wok that, you know, you're used to seeing. Uh, With an electric stove, you really need a flat bottom wok. I mean, A, because you can't put a round one on a flat burner and without it tipping over. Um, but you need, it's a different type of construction with the, the flame, the, the flames go up the side, you know, you turn it on high heat and the Mm -hmm. flames go up the side. You don't have that open flame with a, uh, an electric stove, whether, whether you have the burners, the actual burners or the flat top, you just don't Well, and I can see it getting really hot on the bottom, but then not so much. I mean, the side's still hot, but not as hot as the bottom. Exactly. It doesn't seem like it would be as evenly distributed. Yeah. And you know, most, most um cooking authorities will say that you really in order to do true walk have success and do true walk cooking you really do need an open flame yeah yeah when you see those cooking shows and they're yeah. cooking and that you always see an open flame you never see an electric right i i never have anyways no no all right so walks are made from different materials uh the most common ones today are uh, carbon steel and cast iron so carbon steel is lighter weight. It heats evenly. It's reasonably durable. It's harder to season than cast iron. And they range in price, so you can get relatively inexpensive. Most most appliances these days mm-hmm. really do. They've got the entry, entry kind of price level all the way up to like the... Mm-hmm. the master chef type you have like the, the target the target walk to the uh um uh, uh, what's that what's one of the stores sur la table or you know something like that that walk yeah then you're going to professional chef type territory Mm -hmm. there just keep in mind that you get what you pay for most of the time so if you're looking out a lot of times what i like to do is out for appliances i'll go out to amazon and start to look at reviews Mm -hmm. the more reviews the better and also because that gives you a chance and look at the this is a tip that i heard in in a different context but still works look at the three star Mm -hmm. ratings don't don't just look at the five star because those are raving fans maybe maybe there are people that were really happy with stuff but if you look at the three star you're going to get more of a balance between what people found helpful Mm -hmm. and what people found challenging about that's a good point about the appliance right 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 or anything you're buying but in this case the appliance yeah so you know one of the things with the cheaper walks are that they're typically thinner steel that will warp more easily and often will have a hot spot at one place or another in the on the cooking surface so that can cause uneven cooking so just something to consider uh, now, with a cast iron, there are two different variations. So there are Chinese-made and Western-made. The Chinese-made cast iron walks are thin and lighter weight. Uh, the Western-made ones are thicker and heavier, take longer to heat. So 
you know, cooking techniques such as stir frying can be more difficult because the weight of the pan makes it more difficult to move around. So typically in in stir fry, there's a technique called the toss, you know, where you want to kind of like toss it away from you and up and over. Right, exactly. (laughs) Uh, With Can you imagine trying to do that with our cast iron uh, skillet (laughs) that we have downstairs? Yeah, that's not going to happen. It would take both of us to to (laughs) try to do that. (laughs) You hold one end and, you know. So yeah, that's that's kind of the downside to the, the heavier Western style cast iron. Uh, now, uh, woks can also be made with nonstick coating. And the thing about that is that you really can't season it. Um, woks, in order to help with uh, making them nonstick and, and maintaining flavor and building up flavor, they need to be seasoned before each use. And we'll talk about that. With uh, the nonstick ones, you can't do that. You know, I don't know if you've ever tried to season a nonstick frying pan but you just can't do it Mm-mm. and then also you can't use metal utensils with nonstick things and they're, they're just not yeah. healthy for you anyway right all right other tools besides the wok itself long-handled metal wok spatula to turn the food from the bottom of the wok when cooking a standard spatula probably won't help you very much uh you really yeah, need you one of those long handled you, you want to get, get your hands underneath. away from that heat yeah <laughs> uh chinese ladle Angled differently than a Western soup ladle, and it's used for scooping up oil, stock, or water, and mixing up sauces before adding to the wok. Right now, if you've seen these ladles, they're like the really the kind of broad, shallow, as opposed to a, a soup ladle, which is the thicker the, or, the, or deeper, deeper, yeah, right. deeper. Uh, slotted spoon to remove the food from oil or sauce, which I know we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, bamboo brush to help. Uh, clean a hot wok in between cooking different dishes. Right. That's you, a good point. Too. Yeah, you and you want definitely want to use a that. bamboo brush and not one with like silicone bristles, even though silicone is, is more heat resistant, but uh, or um, hair bristles or whatever, because you don't want that melting with that really high heat and definitely not plastic bristles. Okay, so let's talk about some best practices for cooking in a wok. All right, so the first one I, I kind of touched on, you want to season your wok every time you cook. Uh, it's really necessary to do this to prevent food from sticking, especially with that high heat that you're using. It's easy to do. So to season a wok, you just pour a small amount of oil in the bottom of the wok and s- just kind of swirl it around so that all of the surfaces are coated. Then heat the wok until it's smoking, until the oil is smoking. Pour that hot oil into a heat-proof container uh, because you don't want to cook with that once you've, you've heated it with that. Then add fresh oil for cooking. And then you want to be sure to preheat your wok first. So the wok should be preheated until it's smoking, even before adding the oil. That's a cooking tip mm-hmm. I just learned. Yeah, you did. Uh, not too long ago from watching uh, Gordon Ramsay. Mm-hmm. He, I was watching him cook something and he let the pan heat first. It was in a pan actually, but then he added the oil, which makes sense because the oil could kind of get a mm-hmm. burned taste. Yeah, exactly. All right, you want to use the right oil. So you want a high smoke point and low polyunsaturated fat. (laughs) Wow. Fat. 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 (laughs) Don't get fatty oil. Uh, High smoke point and low polyunsaturated fat content in the oil that you use. So uh, oils that work really well are grapeseed oil, peanut oil, rapeseed oil, uh, sesame and olive oil, will burn and taste bitter. So you don't want to use those two oils. Definitely the sesame seed for sure. Mm-hmm. I know I can taste whenever... When it burns, yes. yeah. <laughs> Normally, sometimes I will add a little bit of sesame oil uh, just for flavor, but not but not a whole lot. Because this, yeah, exactly for that reason. 
And sometimes I'll add sesame oil to uh, cooked ramen noodles just to add, again, that little flavor because really, I love the flavor. Yeah, you do and I don't so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. So we have to find that balance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so use high heat is another tip. Wok cooking is done by hard searing food quickly at high temperatures. This is not a cook over low temp, over a long period of time type of thing. This is really done quickly and at high heat. And be sure to add aromatics like garlic, spices, chilies soon after you add the oil to the hot wok so they don't burn. The oil will continue heating as they cook and be ready for the main ingredients. All right. The other uh, thing you want to be conscious of is not to overfill your wok. You you really can't, if, if there's a ton of stuff piled in there, you can't cook it quickly. So because, you know, you've, you've got more surface area to cook on than a regular pan. But at the same time, you, if you add a whole bunch of stuff and, you know, vegetables, raw vegetables take up a lot of space, right? Yes. So if you add a whole bunch, you're going to have what's on the sides and on touching the cooking surfaces cooking a lot faster and then you're going to have the stuff in the middle that's just kind of sitting there and even if you stir it it's not gonna it's not gonna all cook uh at the the same rate and the same uh, amount so if, if you do need to cook a larger quantity then do so in batches and keep warm and the, the good thing about that is you know, when you're batch cooking using a wok, the the food in the wok cooks so quickly that it's not like it's going to be your, what you've already cooked is going to be sitting there for, you know, 30 minutes or 40 minutes and, and uh, uh, get super cold. And then what, you know, one other thing I didn't add in here, but I will because it's kind of related to that. You want to, when you're cooking, when you're doing wok cooking, you want to make sure to have all of your ingredients prepped and ready to go before you start adding them to your wok, your heated <laughs> That's wok. something you need to you I don't know. do very much. I know. <laughs> I'm like, there's stuff in the wok and I'm still chopping carrots. Like, yeah, that's not going to work. But yeah, have everything prepped, put in bowls uh, right next to your, your stove before you start putting stuff in there. Okay, so hopefully this has given you some insight into how to cook with a wok and the different things you can do. We didn't really get into some of the like the boiling and all that kind of stuff. But uh, as I mentioned, we are planning to add more videos to our YouTube channel. So you could very well see some videos in the future that show the different things that we are doing with our wok. Okay, are we ready to get into the recipe of the week? We sure are. So this week's recipe was uh, suggested in the peas and carrots. What up, Pizza Carrots? <laughs> uh, by Hillary Hunter. And it's just, it's a basic, good uh, tofu and veggie stir fry recipe. Uh, now, the recipe itself calls for cooking it in like a, a skillet, but it's easily adaptable to a wok and, you know, preferable. So definitely, it, but it's just a good basic uh, recipe. It has a good sauce recipe included in it. So uh, go check it out. The link will be in the show notes. You know, the other thing I did want to talk about real quick, just you just reminded me, I can't remember who recommended the Mighty Rice. Mighty Rice mm-hmm. brand. That's, and uh, we recently ordered some because we did an episode, you might recall a few back, that uh, about the arsenic level in rice. And so that had us concerned. And we ordered some Mighty Rice from Amazon. And it was really good. This is something that I definitely would want to add to, like on the side of the mm-hmm. 
stir fry stuff. Definitely. Now, I will say I didn't care for it ju- as much just because it was it was good, you know, f- as far as regular rice goes. But I really prefer the taste of uh, jasmine or basmati rice. And uh, this doesn't have that taste. It's just regular rice taste, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so hopefully maybe the brand will will find a way to, you know, well, they might very well. I don't know what else they have. I I really don't. But yeah, uh, yeah, we can definitely look at that. Right, right, right. Okay, what's our product this week? Okay, so uh, basically I, because I don't have, we currently don't have a walk. Uh, We need to get one, but we don't have one right now. And so um, I went on on Amazon. I thought we did. We, no, we don't. (laughs) Did we ruin it? Did it go? No, we didn't. We did it one time. I know we did. Very, very long time ago. Okay. (laughs) And we, yeah, I may have ruined it. Uh, in fact, let's let's plan on that. I know we that. did because I cooked in it. <laughs> let's just say I ruined it. Uh, but uh, See, I think you threw it away and you didn't tell me. Oh, probably because <laughs> I know I cooked in one, um, <laughs> and it wasn't a rental. <laughs> a rental, rental walk. Uh, all right. So what I've done is is gone out to Amazon and just created a uh, list of all things Amazon, uh, all things Amazon, all things walk on Amazon. So we've I was got to say that's quite the list. That's, <laughs> that's a big list. So I've got links to product searches. So for walks, walk tools, and also for rest, uh, for uh, cookbooks on uh, plant based walk cooking. So those are search links. So when you click on a link, uh, one of these links, it will take you to the Amazon search results for say, uh, walk or walk tools, or, you know, uh, plant-based walk cooking cookbooks. And, um, but they'll, they'll be out there. That way you can kind of take a look at what's out there and look at reviews and see what's right for you. Okay, the question this week is, if you use a walk regularly, what is your favorite way to use it? And I'm going to say, I'm going to venture to say most people do stir fry mm-hmm. in it. But if you have a different way, of course, like, like I said, we there were several that I thought... I have no clue you could have done that with a wok. If you've got some different way that you use your wok, please let us know. And also let us know what your favorite recipe is. You can leave a comment in the show notes or under the show notes at vegetarianzen.com forward slash 258. Or you can leave us a comment on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash vegetarianzen. Or if you have not joined the peas and carrots, what up? <laughs> that is our closed Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen. We get requests every day to join this group. I think we're going to hit 3,000 folks pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an amazing, we call this a no bully zone, which means that no matter where you are on your journey, you can expect that you will not be disrespected. And we also ask that you not disrespect others. We have and will remove anyone from the group that doesn't follow that because we do really want to preserve what this group is, which is it should be a, a peaceful place for people to ask questions without feeling pounded for not being, air quote, vegetarian or vegan enough. You are who you are, and we respect that. Absolutely. I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.